You are listening to Weight Loss Made Real, and this is episode 122. I'm your host, Master Weight Loss Coach and author, Cookie Rosenblum. Today and every Tuesday, I will be your coach and your guide to help you end your emotional eating and lose that extra weight. If you just found me, welcome. And if you're a regular listener, welcome back. Here is where we talk about your habit of emotional eating, which is the main focus of my coaching practice. This is where coaching meets psychology and psychology meets brain science. And this is where your problem ends. So get comfortable and get ready to be coached. And before we begin, I want to remind you that this episode of Weight Loss Made Real is brought to you by the Freedom Group. The Freedom Group is for smart women just like you who are ready to stop eating from stress and learn how to make space for more happiness in their life. You can learn more about the Freedom Group in the show notes of this episode. Now, let's get started with your coaching session. Today, we're working on emotional eating and how it affects your weight. And here's what we're going to cover. We're going to talk about what comes under that umbrella name of emotional eating. And I'm going to help you figure out whether it describes you. I want to tell you why I chose this topic today, because I have talked about it before. And I'm going to guess what you might be thinking about the reasons you overeat. And I'm going to tell you my perspective of what the reality is. Of course, we're going to talk about how to stop emotional eating, and I'm going to give you your weekly action step. So let's get started. If you've worked with me before, you know what I do, and you know how I work. I coach smart women who are emotional eaters, learn how to disconnect their mood from their food. So emotional eating is a huge part of the work that I do, but there's still so much confusion. 99% of the women I work with are emotional leaders, but for a variety of reasons, they think I'm talking about someone else when I bring this subject up. So I really want to take a minute to define it for you today. You may think back to episode 43 about emotional eating and how to feel all your feelings instead of eat. We talked a little bit about all your feelings, the positive ones and the negative ones and what creates your feelings. And you know at this point that what you're thinking is what creates your feelings, your emotions. And most of us don't like those negative feelings, right? You can relate to that. So we do different things to avoid feeling them. And the fact is, though, that some negative emotion is necessary. There's necessary pain in life, but there's also unnecessary pain that you may create with what you're thinking. And if your goal is to try to block out all the pain in your life and not ever feel anything negative, the problem is that you can't feel the highs if you block out all the lows because you are designed to be able to experience a full range of emotions, high and low. So the goal is to separate your emotions from your physical being, your physical actions. So the goal is to eat from physical hunger, not to dull your emotions. When you do learn how to feel all your different emotions without running away from them, that is when you learn to eat like a natural eater and manage those emotions separately. Now, when we talk about emotional eating, it includes stress eating. It's become a general term that refers to this uncomfortable emotion that's just below the surface. It can be chronic and low level, or it can be extreme and acute. 
In episodes 40 and 42, if you want to take a look back, we talk specifically about stress eating. So I think stress is the physical manifestation of an emotion that you starts in your brain, but you feel it in your body. Stress is the reaction in your body to a harmful or threatening situation. That's why it was created for us. Now, it could be something that's not real. It could be something that you're just imagining, or it could be something that is real and is happening in the moment. When you think you're being threatened, when you think you're in danger, the feeling you have, the stress, produces a chemical reaction in your body. This reaction is something that's wired in you and everyone for survival because this reaction called the fight or flight reaction is designed to help you do things to protect yourself. This reaction is also called a stress reaction. When you're in the middle of it, you know what it feels like and it's not a great feeling. Your heart rate goes up, your muscles tighten, your blood pressure goes up, your breathing speeds up. You have evolved to be able to handle small doses of stress, which keeps you on your toes, but you're not really able to handle long-term constant stress without getting results that you don't want. And the results may be emotional, they can be physical, they can be changes in the way you think, and also in what you do. And some of these relate to the way that you're eating. So you end up eating to distract yourself from whatever situation you think is stressful. You're distracted from your situation because the very act of eating, the physical pleasure of eating, and the fact that food lights up that reward center of your brain, it temporarily does make you feel better. You're also distracted from your situation because after you eat without hunger, most likely you're now focusing on what you just did, how bad you were, how heavy you feel, and on and on and on. And those bad feelings distract you from whatever was causing the original stress. Even though both things feel bad, the result of the overeating and the original stressor, the situation, the overeating is familiar. So the overeating makes you feel better briefly, but it gives you that side effect of unwanted extra weight on your body and a feeling of helplessness. Sometimes you may have said something like, well, I had to give a big presentation at work. Of course, I'm overeating. Or my child is failing math. Of course, I'm hitting the chips. And you say it like that. Of course, there's just no other way. And that's what you really believe. But your goal is to begin to unravel that quick automatic response to your stressful thinking and see that there may be alternatives to eating. There are. Stress is a normal part of life and it can be managed once you recognize what's happening. But if you don't recognize what's happening until you're right in the middle of it, you're going to keep reacting to stressors and you'll go right into that eating habit. So don't be upset that up until now, this is what you've been doing. This is how you've been handling your stress. It's just that this is what you learned to manage yourself and make yourself feel better. You have been doing the best that you can, the best that you knew how. But now you're going to be able to look at what creates stress and all your other emotions in the first place. You might want to also take a look back at episode 13, which is understanding and ending emotional eating, and episode seven, all about your thoughts and your feelings and how they are created in your mind. But in the meantime, here's what I hear. You may think that the reason you overeat 
is because you're happy. So you're not an emotional eater. You only eat when you feel good. Or you may think, I only overeat because I really love food. I love it so much, I just can't stop. A common one I hear is, I just eat when I'm bored. I'm not an emotional eater. It's just boredom. Or you may think, what I used to think is, I eat more than I need because I'm so tired. And it's just the only way I can get through my day. So that's what most people think. What is the reality? The reality is, is that emotional eating or stress eating is a habit. It's a habit of thinking and doing. Something comes up, you think something about it, you're uncomfortable with what you're feeling, and that's directly related to what you're thinking. And then to get your equilibrium back, to get comfortable again, you eat, whether you're hungry or not. And that is where the extra weight comes from. The feeling could be positive or negative, like happiness or boredom. But the important thing is that you're eating without physical hunger. Either you start eating when you're not hungry, or you keep eating past comfortably full. And if you do this regularly, it's a habit. Everything you do without a lot of conscious thought is a habit. Binge eating is a habit of thinking and then doing. Compulsive eating is a habit of acting when you see or think or feel something that reminds your brain of other times you used to eat like this. Emotional eating is connecting how you feel with how you act, specifically eating. All of our eating comes under the headline, under the heading of habitual behavior. And all behavior, all the actions we take come from how we feel, and all of the feelings come from how we think. So all of our behavior, when done repeatedly, gives us our results, right? So how you eat gives you the weight that you are. You may eat from all different kinds of feelings, but the bottom line is, is that you are connecting food and mood. The mood comes from your mind, from your thinking, and the hunger separately comes from signals from your stomach, from your body, which send messages to your brain so that you can get ready to feed yourself. The thing I want you to see is that the mind and the stomach, they're two separate systems in your body. They don't cross over. So if you try to fix an uncomfortable emotion with food, you're trying to fix something with the wrong tool. But what happens is you get habituated from so much repetition. If you always react to a feeling with food, then whenever you experience a feeling like that, your first thought will be, I need to eat something. Now, of course, you know that this isn't really what you want to be doing or what you should be doing, it be, but it begins to feel so natural that at a certain point, you can't imagine not doing it. And this is your work. And that is what we work on here. So are you an emotional eater? Now that you're thinking about it a little bit on a deeper level, are you an emotional eater? Can you think of what leads you to eat when you're not hungry? Because most of the time, it's going to be feeling an uncomfortable feeling, wanting to get away from it as quickly as you can, and going to food. Once you know if you are an emotional leader, then you can start to unravel this habit and think about changing it. So let's talk briefly, because we're going to talk about this in more detail as time goes on, but let's talk briefly about how you would go about stopping emotional eating. I want you to look at it to start from three different perspectives. So the first perspective is when you're in the moment. 
when you're in the moment of something occurring and your interpretation of it is that this is stressful, this feels hard, you don't know that you can manage it. In that case, in the moment, see if you can first slow down your breathing, write down those thoughts, because I want you to first be aware of what you're doing and what you're thinking. It might be useful in the moment to talk to somebody. That's a way of getting it out of your head, out into the world for someone else's ears and eyes to be on what's going through your mind and to help you separate out the facts from your interpretation of those facts. Because once you can start seeing that your emotions are coming from what you're thinking, then it's easier for you to take responsibility for those feelings that you're experiencing because you're the one that's creating them with your thoughts. And this may sound like a bad thing because you may feel like you're sabotaging yourself, but you're not. It's a habit that so many of us do. But once you could see the connection between what you're thinking and what you're feeling, you will feel better because you'll realize that if you created these thoughts, then you can change them. And then you can begin to think about how you might look at the stressful situation that you're thinking is stressful in a different way. What you're doing is you're buying yourself time in the moment to think about what's going on in your head before jumping into food. So that's the first way which is in the moment of when it's happening. The second way is to look at it from above, looking down on your life, to just take that perspective and seeing more clearly what is happening and how and why. You can do this now when you're not in that stressful situation and when it's not acute at that moment. Of course, you're going to ask yourself first if you need to do anything immediately. Is it an emergency? Does it require any immediate action? Is it something that's happening right now? Or is it something that you're worried about that may or may not happen in the future? You can see when you do this and you rise above, you can see your patterns. You can see your emotional eating patterns and how they don't serve you in that bigger picture of your life. And now you can plan to start looking at them differently and then acting differently. We talked about being in the moment. We talked about rising above and looking down at your life. Now we're going to talk about the third way, which is to really expand that horizon, that picture, to look at your whole life. So you're not in the moment anymore, but you look at your life so that you could see your stress and you could see your emotional patterns and look at how you, how you feel most days. Most days are you creating feelings that are negative or most days do you feel pretty neutral or most days do you feel pretty up? So just think about when I feel blank, I usually do blank. And you could work backwards from there. When I feel blank, it's because I'm thinking blank. How often do you create those feelings that make you want to go eat? I want you to know what you say to yourself when things like this happen, because I want you to be able to catch it and see that you're going into your emotional eating pattern. And that usually always leads to overeating. Because remember, you're either satisfied already and you keep going, or you're not even hungry in the first place. Remember how you feel after you eat from an emotion and let that urge go. Know that the more you don't satisfy that urge to eat from a feeling that's not the physical sensation of hunger, 
the closer you are to extinguishing that habit. You know we always end with an action step because I don't want you to just listen and be with me on this coaching session. I want to make a difference in your life. I want you to make a difference in your life. And in order to do that, you can't just listen, you have to do something. So here's what I want you to do this week. I want you to pick just one or two days and commit to this. Every single time you want to eat, you're going to ask yourself, am I hungry? If you are, then put a number on it, quantify it from the hunger scale that you've heard me talk about. But if the answer is no, if you're not physically hungry, then you're going to ask yourself what's going on. See if you could notice what you were thinking right before you felt like eating. I promise you that if you do this, you will get to the bottom of what's driving you to eat without hunger. And then we can work on reprogramming that habit. That's it for this subject in our coaching session today. You know what you're going to think about and you know what you're going to focus on this week. Thank you for choosing to be here and making listening to these short coaching sessions a part of your day. If you'd like to connect with me on a deeper level, join me in my free Facebook group where we talk about these podcasts and I help you take that action step. The link to the group is in the show notes or you can go to Facebook and look for the Weight Loss Made Real group. I do hope to see you back here next week where we will continue to work on both your emotional eating and general overeating step-by-step until they both become something you used to do. We both know that's your ultimate goal. So for now, this is your Coach Cookie reminding you that as you search for answers, keep it real just like you. And I will see you next week.